0: What's up? Hey, welcome to Build Your Tribe. Super stoked that you're here today. This is a show I host normally with my son who is not available today. Brock had his front tooth knocked out. (laughs) Why am I laughing? It's not even funny. He plays football for UC Davis and he had his front tooth knocked out during a practice. And the poor thing, like he got my bad teeth, I guess, because he had the tooth replaced with an implant and it failed and then he had to have the implant redone. And so like he's back in the dentist chair and I totally feel for him, except that I do have to say he has completely (laughs) used it to his advantage and that missing tooth has become kind of like his trademark on uh, TikTok. I don't know if I could have done it because if I knock out my front tooth and it's out for like a couple of years, I think I'd have to take a couple of years off of social media. I don't know, I'm kind of vain. Let's talk about social media today. It's not always easy to figure out what to post, and I'll bet there's some times, especially recently, where you're just not feeling it, and you just don't even know what to post. Two minutes before I sat down to record this podcast, I got a text message from a friend who is another, I hate the word influencer, because it just sounds like cheesy, but okay, another person who's got, who spends a lot of time Building her social media, her social media platform is kind of like, that's where she builds her email list. It's where she starts the building of her business, if you will. And she just sent me a message and she's like, I don't know what to post right now because I was just about to post. And before I posted, I scrolled through a bunch of other people's content and now I'm really not feeling it. Like now I'm in a bad mood and I'm annoyed and I'm just going to go another day without posting. There may be a whole host of reasons why you're just not feeling it. The first thing I want you to understand is that's normal. The second thing I need you to understand is you don't have to post anything. It's okay for you to not post for a day, a week, a month, six months, a year. The sky is not going to fall. Will you lose followers? Maybe. Will you not grow your platform? That's for sure. If you're not posting, you're not growing, right? But there are, in fact, other ways to grow your business other than social media. And by the same token, you don't always have to be growing your business. Sometimes you're in a season of personal growth or marital growth or a season of helping your kids go off to college or your five-year-olds start kindergarten, like whatever it is, those things all matter. Oh my gosh, they matter so much. Recently, I did an episode on The Shaleen Show where I talked about some really well-known, I guess you would say influencers or just like celebrity type couples, not like TV celebrity, but like social media celebrity type couples who recently have announced their divorce. And what I didn't say in that episode, which I'm gonna say here is and this could be taken the wrong way. It's just my opinion. (sighs) And please know before I say this, I'm not specifically talking about what happened in their marriages because I don't know. But I do know this. When we can't focus enough time on our relationships, our relationships fail. And when we can't focus enough time on our businesses, well, then our businesses may fail. And I don't know about you, but I'm far more concerned with my relationship than I am my business. I mean, I'm concerned with my business, so I'm going to spend time there. But when push comes to shove, it's my relationship that matters the most. And there was a period of time where Brett and I were going through such a rough time that I didn't know if we would stay together. And you can bet your bottom dollar, I didn't give two hoots about posting. I didn't care. I didn't care about networking. I didn't care about writing a blog. I didn't care about podcasting. I couldn't return an email. The only thing I could focus on was figuring out what the heck we were going to do. Like, is this the moment? Are we staying together? I've talked about it in more detail, but we had to work through a gambling addiction that was like, I mean, I just say like, oh, a gambling addiction, like just one quick little sentence, but like, it was insane. It was intense. We were a half a million dollars in debt by the time I figured out what in the heck was going on. And... I had my own culpability. I had certainly was, I mean, like, how do you miss the fact that you're half a million dollars in debt? How do you miss that? You only miss that if you're completely distracted, if you are dissociating with work. And that's what I was doing or dissociating with something. And for me, it was, I had my head buried deep in work trying to make money, which was an addiction addiction. And my husband had this addiction that required that I had an addiction. It was messy. It was complicated. And by the time we figured it all out, like it felt to me like the ultimate betrayal, like my husband had been living this alternative life, you know, like I didn't even know like all of these things that he was doing with our money. And which means that took a lot of time and it meant that he was going places and doing things. I just, I wasn't aware of that. So then you have to question like everything. You have to question like, well, so did you mean it when you said this? And when you said you were going there, were you really going there? And like, you just, you question everything. That's for another podcast. But in that moment, I didn't have the ability, the power, the strength, the emotion, anything to post. I couldn't create content and I didn't care. And you know what? Thank God I focused all of my efforts on figuring us out because if we hadn't done that, we wouldn't be here today. That's not to say that you are going to make it, right? But I think that a relationship, whether that's with your children or your significant other or a business partner, I think relationships are worth the effort more so than anything else. And so for that reason, if for some very personal experience, you need to take a break from social, my gosh, please, please, I beg of you, give yourself permission to get it right and spend a season or a month or a week or six months or however much time you need to take care of you and to take care of the people that matter. I don't know what you're going through, but allow yourself to go through it and don't feel obligated to take care of a bunch of strangers, as I like to say, who will not be at your funeral. You see what I'm saying? Like we feel this intense obligation to be there for our followers or to Make sure that we're producing content in our academies or to service the people that have invested in us. And while that's very noble, and it's true that we do have an obligation to serve our audiences, that obligation for me, secondary to my obligation and my belief in God, my faith, and then next is my husband and my family, and then my business. You know, there's a pecking order here. And to deny it, in my opinion, is to kind of have your priorities out of whack. But there may be other reasons why you just are not feeling like there's anything you can post right now. It might be that you haven't been able to formulate your own opinions on, let's talk about it, like racial injustice. I keep hearing white silence is violence. I don't like that phrase because I think that is to imply that I shouldn't even be laughing, but like, it makes me laugh to think about some of these goofy social media influencers who, you know, post the same picture of themselves in a bikini with their butt showing. And they're, you can picture this right now and their arms are up in the air and they're making the peace sign and they have their legs crossed. And it's like a picture of them in front of the ocean and their super cute, butt, and you know what I mean? It's like every social media influencer has posted that almost exact photo and, and they've got a you know, a link to their online fashion boutique or whatever. And they're a fashion blogger. Like, I don't think that that person staying silent is creating violence. But to think that we're putting that much pressure on someone is insane to me. And you can feel free to disagree and send me angry hate mail. I just don't think it's that particular blogger who's going to save us from racial injustice. Do we all need to be a part of the solution? Absolutely. But hopefully she's doing that in her real life. And I don't know that anyone who's following her is going to have like a completely dramatic difference in the way that they feel about black Americans or people of color from something that she posts. Like, I think we need to look to our thought leaders. And I think we need to do education on our own. And I think we need to honor the fact that some people, it's like if you show up late to a wedding, right? It's the wedding of the century. It's your, you know, High school best friend's wedding, and you show up and you show up late and you miss the wedding. And in fact, you show up at the reception, right? And so you have no idea what happened at the wedding and you missed everything. You missed even the best man's toast. And now you show up. Does it really make sense that you need to show up and, like, you know, bang on the table and announce that you're there and announce your feelings and beliefs on something that you just arrived? You just showed up. You just got in the game you don't ask to grab the ball you're going to fumble it i think we have to give people permission to see what's going on and to get woke if you will or to understand their own perspective to understand their own feelings and to figure things out i think this incredible like witch hunt for anyone who hasn't said something in social media it's just a distraction from what's really going on and i think our efforts are better served by paying attention to people who are working through this and who are Beginning to unlearn a lot of, I mean, I know the biggest piece of what I'm learning is that there's so much I have to unlearn. And I'm also learning that there are some things that people are telling me I have to believe and I have to say and I have to think, and I don't. I do not. I am 51 years old. You are not going to tell me how I think, how I feel. You're not going to tell me those things just because it's popular opinion or that I'm going to be canceled if I don't agree with what you're saying. I believe there's a lot more I have to learn, and I am on this journey. But I also know that my social media platform isn't where the people of color are coming to learn about racial injustice. They're learning about it in their everyday life. I have to remember who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the majority of my followers whom are white. You know, that's the majority. That is the majority. That is still the majority here in the United States and in by far, the majority of people who follow me and listen to my podcast are white females primarily, primarily white females and some white males too, and of course people of color. But if I'm talking about the overwhelming majority, it wouldn't make sense for me to create content for people who are already experts on this. I don't need to placate or educate or even pretend like I'm an authority on any of this stuff. I'm learning. So the most powerful way that I can use my platform is by taking you on an educational journey with me. The most important thing that I can do, in my opinion, is to make sure I don't lose you, that I don't lose my followers, right? So if they already feel like if, okay, whose opinion do we need to shift? Well, I think it's pretty clear that I don't have to change the opinion of a black person or people of color. They're living this experience. They've lived this all their lives. What is my intent? My intent is to help my follower who I have always said from the beginning, my lifer is me. My lifer is just like me, except maybe two steps behind. And so therefore, I really understand what it feels like to feel like you're way behind and you have so much more to learn or unlearn. And I also know what it feels like to be very confused and to feel like, gosh, there's a lot of these messaging that feels contradictory to me and I need to understand it and I need to learn it and I need to have grace for myself and grace for my followers. And if I can help anyone who's following me or listening to this podcast to stay engaged and not feel like an outsider, not feel like I'm pointing fingers at you and I'm lumping you into a category of being a racist simply because you're white, I think I have a better chance of keeping you here and keeping you engaged and continuing this dialogue. And I know, I know, and I don't need you to agree with me, I know that is my responsibility. And it makes the most sense for me to do that versus I see a lot of white influencers suddenly becoming the authority on Black Lives Matter, which is great. That's awesome. But it also feels a little bit like they're signaling. It feels a little inauthentic. It feels like I don't understand like how you're suddenly an authority on this, but you never talked about it before. So there's just a lot of judgment right now. And I think that judgment is part of the reason why so many people don't know what to post. And when you don't know what to post because you're like, I don't know who to be, of course, you're going to feel stuck. Who you should be is who you've always been. Who you should serve is who you should continue to serve. And whatever it is that you feel and whatever it is you're learning, and whatever it is you've always done, I would suggest you continue to try to do that in your social media. Does that mean you have to take a sharp right-hand turn and start talking about politics or social issues? Not necessarily. For me, it makes sense because I've always talked about all the things. I've always talked about faith and fitness and fashion and comedy and rap and roller skating and marriage and parenting and productivity and business and social media. Like I've always talked about all the things and good or bad, I don't know you know, it's not the advice I would give most people. I would say, stick to one, you know, the riches are in the niches, stick to a niche and be known for that. But I first became known for fitness. And then I branched off into all these other areas. But what's always been at the core of my heart is being a teacher. My passion has always been to teach people business. Fitness was certainly an interest. It just happened to be the business that got me to be known, like a lot of people know me because of fitness, but that wasn't necessarily the thing I was most passionate about. But once I became known, that gave me the opportunity to branch off into other areas and it gave me the authority to be able to say, okay, listen, I'm going on this journey to understand nutrition a little better or to understand our immune system. I'm going on this journey to better understand body image or personal development or social media, or digital marketing. But I did each one of those, like not all at once, like one season at a time. So it makes sense for me to talk about a variety of topics on my social media, but that might not be the case for where you are in your development of your business and your brand. So please know, you're not gonna please everyone. And if you try, you're gonna feel stuck. If you try... To think about what can I post right now that will please everyone and also make me appear a certain way and you're overthinking it, you're gonna stay stuck. All right, so let's talk about what you need to do if you're just you're feeling stuck and you need to get over that hump. okay. Number one, I need you to remember that you can recycle content. Yes, you can. And one of the coolest, easiest, best ways you can do this is just go back through your posts or even your podcasts and look for top performing content that you use. Maybe even a blog post or a YouTube video, anything that you've done in the past that it performed really, really well, repost that. You can, of course, let your, you know, viewers or your audience know, you don't have to like pretend like it's brand new content. Although I see a lot of people that do, I don't think that's a big deal either. But I will tend to say like, the first time I posted this, blah, 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 blah. And then I just kind of update the caption. I will repost content from my podcast because I've been podcasting now, I think for like five years or something, maybe longer than that, I don't know. But every once in a while, I'll be like, you know what? I just, I've got too much going on this week and I don't have the time I need to, to devote to my podcast. Or maybe there's something going on personally and I just don't have the time to record a new podcast. So we will go back through popular content and we'll say, look, what does the podcast need right now? And have I done that content before? Could we update it or repurpose it? Don't be afraid to repurpose your Facebook post or an Instagram post that did really, really well for you. All right, number two, it's also okay to post about the fact that you're just not feeling it. I love those kinds of posts. I see those posts doing really, really well. You know, you just just post up a picture of your face with that face that says, I'm not really into it right now. And that's so honest And so many people will relate to it. That's like why you're listening today because you saw the title and you're like, yes, there are so many times I am just not feeling it. I want to listen to this. So if you post something about not feeling it and not knowing what to post and explaining what you're going through, you know, we love that stuff. It's relatable and it's real. Oh, okay. So Brock just walked by. So he's home from the dentist's office. I'm going to call him in here and have him add to this conversation. Do you have any tips for people when they're like, I don't know what to post. I am just not feeling it.
1: Yeah, I think that anytime you're sharing emotion, that's uh-huh. something that's powerful to share because it's very relatable. It's very authentic. And like literally all the time, always human beings are feeling emotion. Uh-huh. So you can pretty much always share the emotion, even if that emotion is like, I'm bored. I don't know what to share. That's something that's super relatable because we all feel that from time to time.
0: How? What is your emotion about your teeth right now? Are you excited that you...
1: I'm excited to be done in a week and a half with my teeth. I
0: know. But
1: right now I have a little bit of a lisp, and when I chew food, it feels weird.
0: (laughs) When did you knock your tooth out?
1: January of 2019, so it's been 18 months.
0: For a minute, did you think to yourself when it happened, I'm going to stay off of social media for a while? No. Really? No. That's because you're a guy. Did you have your eyebrows trimmed too?
1: No, but I've been brushing them up recently, (laughs) and so they look really good, don't they? (laughs)
0: good eyebrow game okay what happened when you did take a whole football season off of social media did it kill your business
1: no not at all i think that it when i came back gave me a ton of energy and like a renewed focus and clarity definitely of course when i was totally off social media Mm There was no engagement. There was no following growth, but there wasn't a huge but loss. you really didn't know because you weren't looking. Exactly. Right? Yeah. No, but there wasn't, I would also say there wasn't, there, like, there wasn't a ton of new customers at that time. Yeah. So my business wasn't growing at that time. But when I came back, it definitely grew because, like I said, I had all this new energy and new yeah. focus and new ideas and burning passion.
0: And what app do you use for reposting?
1: I don't have a reposting app.
0: You don't? Do you ever no. repost stuff like that?
1: No, I I, really? I mean, if I ever am like, oh, this is a great post, I'm going to repost it, then I will download an app, whichever one comes up first yeah. on the App Store, but I don't have a
0: reposting app actually on my use, phone. Oh, here's the one I, I like. It's called Repost Plus. But just when you go to the App Store, look at how many reviews they have and look at recent reviews, and most all of them are free anyways. But reposting another person's viral content is huge. It's a great way to kind of like, you know, take a day off where you don't have to create the content. You're also highlighting someone else's content. And as long as it's a public account, and as long as you're giving them credit, most accounts, I mean, I've reposted so many things and most people love it because it just gives them more eyeballs and it's a public account. So it's not like you're not trying to claim it's your content. That's why I use a a reposting app because it will actually give them credit and it will download both the content and their caption if you want to share both. The way to look for this is to pick out a hashtag that relates to a subject that you want to post about or a content that maybe works for the type of stuff that you're posting on your page, but someone else has created it. And then you're giving them credit and you're, you're getting to take the afternoon of the day or the post off anyways. You can even do that with Podcast, you can reach out to the original podcaster and say, Hey, I'd like to share your content on my podcast, or I'd like to feature your blog post on my blog. Most people are incredibly flattered and happy to do so because you're going to give them more eyeballs. I love doing that. And I think it's really important to do that. In fact, most of our feature accounts, the accounts where we post a particular type of content, we're mainly doing a lot of reposting of other content, especially if you look at like home workouts for you. And I'll put a link to that account in our show notes. That is an account that I operate. I think it's almost at half a million followers and it is all reposted content. So it's really a great way to build an account too. Brock, do you have one last tip for us? Think about a solution
1: that you just solved, okay. a podcast that you just heard. Ooh. Like what have you recently sent to a friend? Yeah. Or what's still on your brain, a quote or a book you read that was from like a couple days ago yeah. or a headline that you read that's still on your mind. Yeah. If it's still on your mind, and it's memorable to you. It's probably going to be memorable to your audience.
0: Do you think sometimes we don't know what to post because we think of something like that and then we say to ourselves, oh, but that's not going to get that many likes.
1: Oh, yeah. No, the absolutely. There are two reasons why I don't know what to post pops in your head. It's either you know exactly what to post, but then you second guess it, you compare it, you think, oh, that's not going to get likes or that's not going to get engagement. Uh Or in the same thought, you're overthinking the posts that you are making. Is this going to fit my brand? Is this one of my six categories of posts? Is this what I see other people in my niche posting about? And so that overthinking and overanalyzing your posts is what stops so many people from posting in the first place.
0: Yeah, break the consistency up. Sometimes that's... Going to be a great post, like, and who cares if it doesn't get a bajillion likes? It's just, it's more authentic and it's more about like who you are and what's on your mind. So that's a really good tip. Hey, we're glad you showed up, Brock. Because I was just telling them that you were in the dentist chair. So look, here you are with, you know, live and in person, and we haven't done a podcast. We've been living together since uh, COVID.
1: We've been living together for like three months and we haven't done a podcast. Not even one. I was thinking about that when I was driving home. I was like, why have we not done any podcasts together?
0: Because I don't know. That's weird. Because we're both killing it.
1: We're both doing our own thing, but crushing it. Yeah. Separate rooms. Separate rooms. (laughs) (laughs) I'm upstairs. You're here.
0: All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Good day, sir. Yep. Here we are in the end of June. (laughs) And both of our kids are still living with us since their college's were shut down due to COVID-19. There's still so many unknowns. Like Brock just had a conversation with his head football coach and there are still so many crazy unknowns. It literally changes every other day. So we were, Brett and I, were empty nesters. We moved into a smaller home at the beach. We raised our children. We told them to spread their wings and fly away. And they flew back home to the nest. And I love it. I'm incredibly grateful. But I'm also annoyed some days, to be honest. (laughs) I'm like, okay, wait a second. No one told me that this season was gonna look like this. We've got other things to deal with too. Brett's parents, his father has Alzheimer's. I don't know if you listen to the Shaleen show. We've done a couple of episodes on that. And I, I hope to be able to do an episode on it again soon, but right now we're in the thick of it and it is really raw and hard on Brett right now. It is really hard. It's hard on the whole family. I got to tell you, it is interesting, but someday we'll be through it and be able to help others. I know that, but for the time being, I'm just like, I never worry about what's coming next. I always let God put that in front of us because, you know, this isn't my life. I mean, this is my life, but I'm living his purpose And he already had all this planned out long before I landed on the planet. So I'm just going with it. Listen, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I'd love to hear from you. I hope you're listening to The Shaleen Show, too. Do me a favor, if you don't mind. Can you double check and see if you're subscribed? And if you haven't, or maybe if you have in the past left a five-star review for Brock and I, if you wouldn't mind doing that again, maybe on an episode recently that impacted you. Reference the episode and what it was about that episode that either helped you or inspired you. That really helps the show. We appreciate you so much. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. Ladies and gentlemen, we are done. Love ya. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I want to share something with you before you go, and that is my free guide to understanding the newest features and algorithm updates on Instagram. Instagram is like it's kind of the place to be. I don't know if you love Facebook. If you do, that's cool. But if you've already made that migration or you know you need to, you need this guide. If you're on Instagram and suddenly things have turned to crickets, let myself and my team fill you in on how to use the newest features and how to take advantage of the latest algorithm updates we produce a new guide every three months based on case studies, our research, and the intel of my amazing social media team here at Team Johnson. We wanna share this report for you. I've created it because who's got time to figure all this stuff out? And some of it's like kinda complicated and you don't have time and I wanna save you time. Why not amplify your reach by making life a little easier and understanding how to do that? It's a game. We've figured out the answers, and we'd like to share them with you. To get your hands on that free report, just go to shaleen.com forward slash I-G hacks. Again, that's chaleen.com forward slash I-G, as an Instagram, I-G hacks, H-A-C-K-S.